All right, welcome back, everybody, to a special episode that we are hoping to do more often. is a top five episode where we discuss our top five favorite episodes of a certain show that we happen to like. And I think this is our inaugural episode of these, and we're going to talk about a show that we really enjoy, and it's Parks and Rec. And uh, we're going to walk through, you know, top five episodes and why we like them, as, along with our favorite characters and our least favorite characters, but... Let me ask you something, Chuck. <clears throat> yes, sir. You've been in the Parks and Rec for quite a while. You know, it's been on TV. It has been on TV for a couple of years now. How did you get into Parks and Rec? Yeah, for me it was weird because I never watched it live. So yeah. kind of the same way with The Office. I started watching it either on Netflix or Hulu. I think mm-hmm. it was Netflix. And now, as we know, it's over on Peacock. Yep. So really... What drew it to me is I started watching The Office first, which I also watched The Office just on Netflix, so I didn't watch that live. But after watching The Office, you know, Netflix has similar to, or I started reading about, uh, you know, Greg Daniels, Michael mm-hmm. Schur. Oh, yeah. And Michael Schur did Parks and Rec as well. So it was kind of a natural thing. And I almost didn't make it because. The first season, just to be honest, is is kind of weak. I, I hear it's that a lot. The about weakest that. season, yeah. I think, out of the seven. But stuck with it, and I'm glad I did because it's such a great show, and kind of like along with The Office, paves the way for a lot of these kind of situational office style comedies. Yep. What about you? Yeah, I think I got into it the same way. I certainly didn't watch Parks and Rec live when it was on TV. Okay. I got into it way late when it was already on Netflix to show it ended. Yeah. Um, I had watched The Office live for the first few seasons and then caught the tail end season when it was still live. Had heard of Parks and Rec, but wasn't interested in it. And yeah. had Rashida Jones, who I think is a phenomenal actress, but she was Karen in The Office. She was <laughs> Pam's arch enemy for Jim. And I think just knowing that she wasn't Pam, yeah, I just wasn't buying into the Parks and Rec thing because that's what she left the office to do, and I think it wasn't until I started working, you know, for our company that yeah. you told me about Parks and Rec, and I started to watch it on Netflix too, and it was just like you, I had to you have to burn through the first season, but I think just the first episode of the first season is what hooked me. Yeah, was when Leslie was doing the Easter egg hunt. So yeah. He's like, Tom has spent hours hiding these eggs all over the park. And then it cuts back over to Aziz Ansari as Tom. And he's like, Oh, yeah, I forgot to do that. that yeah. For me, it was like, the <laughs> They funniest. can't find it. Like, yeah. <laughs> They've been looking for hours. Yeah. And you really do have to get through the first season. Yeah. And for me, it was, you know, I, I powered through it. And then it got really funny. And it's been one of those shows that you just go back to over and over again. Yeah. And that's, you, know, you just kind of stumble onto it because it, it is similar to The Office. It's by Aaron Schur. Yeah. And he is hilarious. He wrote The Office and Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't know if you've seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but that's another office comedy type well, situation. And Schur also is A Good Place, which was another yeah, NBC yeah. comedy, which um, Michael Schur was on the uh, Armchair Expert podcast with Dak mm. Shepard. And he, he kind of, he has a... I think his degrees in ethics from Harvard mm. and or philosophy, so the kind of good place explores that. But I think he understands philosophy and people, and I think that's what you need in a good comedy. So I mean, it kind of to me, I categorize like you know Parks and Rec, The Office, good the Good Place, Community, mm-hmm. kind of in a you have all these people in basically the same setting. I mean, they change various settings. But sure, yeah. Their community, they're at community college. Parks and Rec, they're at Town Hall and this Pawnee, and then the office, they're in Scranton, and maybe some satellite offices. Um, good place, they're having hell. With the, but it's, it's very... It focuses more on the relationships and comedy and the characters. <clears throat> so it doesn't really travel in the show. But I think all of those, you can't go wrong. Uh, but like you said, sometimes in the first season of some of those, yeah, it doesn't quite cook. But 
you it earns the second season then you have the background they can really really flow and create something special but and plus i mean going back in parks and rec yeah have amy poehler aziz ansari amy poehler um, coming fresh <laughs> off of snl you yeah know, she's got a lot of lot of stock you know high stock at the moment she's coming off of snl and she's leading into her first sitcom yeah and and so yeah amy poehler and rashida jones and then you were well i was gonna say then you have um what Ron Swan? Uh, what's his? Yeah, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. I mean, they weren't big stars. None no. of those were big stars at the time. Yeah, they'd all done small roles yeah. to some degree. Aziz had his stand-up. Nick Offerman was like a dead, you know, a, a bad guy on NCIS one time. Like they all had small parts for the most part. They just weren't nationally. Known. Well, Nick Offerman was Megan Maloney's uh, yeah, at husband. the time. Were they married as well? She was. I don't think they I'm were. I'm trying married. to remember if maybe she helped. She got him in there or. They met through acting channels, but they were married because they he appeared on an episode of Will and Grace. Yeah, that's why I thought they'd been married a while. Yeah, so she was a big a star on Will and Grace. That's right. Um, so, but I think it, it, and then over the years, I mean, then you add Adam Scott. Yep. Um, Rob Lowe. Yeah, Chris Drager. Yeah, yeah. You oh we forgot about um Chris Pratt Chris Pratt who became a big star out of yeah. the show yeah this is yeah where it, it now was born he's for him. leading Jurassic World <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Gar- it, you yeah. know it, it, I mean and many other things and then you have other you know a lot of guest stars in the show Aubrey Plaza you know, is oh another Aubrey one. Plaza yeah. is a game um I don't remember Larry Gary Jerry Gergerich's yeah, no, name yeah um. He's, a one, he's, a, he's one of those, the, that guy's, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then Donna Meagle, Donna right? Donna Yeah. Great character, very underrated character, too. Yep. Like, she she just kind of goes along, does her job, but she has some really good moments. Uh, and then you get into the guest, there's a lot of guest stars throughout the season, mm-hmm. whether either guest kind of reoccurring characters, Andy Samberg, um, Jason Manzukis, um, I forget the guy who plays Jeremy Jam. John, John Glaser. John Glaser. Yeah. yeah, John Glaser, yep. who has really funny shows on, um, a really funny show called Delocated that was on Adult mm, Swim. Yeah. Uh, and then you have, like, political guests at one point, Joe Biden and yeah. uh, John McCain and some of the... Uh, Ma- Madeline Obama. Albright. Michelle Obama. Yeah, Madeline Albright, yeah. You have... I mean, Harris Whittles, uh, God, there's so many more, uh, Nick Kroll, Nick Kroll plays, yeah. uh, the douche, <laughs> uh, Matt Besser, Crazy yep. Ira, yep. Crazy Ira and the douche, so a lot of really good, really good guest stars. Justin Thoreau. Justin Thoreau, oh, yeah. I forgot, was the love, freaking love for interest Leslie. for... And we're also leaving out Louis C.K. Louis C.K.? That's right, another love interest to Leslie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you imagine that, I mean, and... And Justin Thoreau, leftovers. Uh, yeah, very. Uh, I'm blanking on some of the other stuff, but big, a huge big pull for a show to have these. Yeah, awesome guest stars who, at the time, you know, were were sky Did high. Did they kind of were they kind of on the forefront and getting movie stars and stars on the TV? As far as guest stars, I mean, like, I mean, now stars are doing TV more than movies. I yeah, mean, Nicole Kidman. Is doing or did the Nine Perfect Strangers? Um, you have, you know, Logan Roy in Succession, Brian Cox, yeah. man of uh, stage and theater. Right, uh, you're getting all these big stars that are doing TV shows. I, th- I think, yeah, I think this time, right, early two thousands, The Office, Parks and Rec. Yeah, I think started like big time TV, big time actors because- doing TV shows. Because you didn't have um, TV shows, TV actors were, TV stars were TV. Yeah. I mean, we had some, like, Michael J. Fox started out, I think, with uh, his, uh, oh, uh, what is it? Um, uh, family Ties? Family Ties. Yeah, and yeah. then goes into Back to the Future right. and other show, and well, it became a movie star. George but, Clooney. <clears throat> ER. That was his first claim to fame and then became a movie star. Yeah, I listened to podcasts and they were wondering if George Clooney was an A-list actor. 
and I thought it was a really good. It was on Hollywood. I think it's it's not called the Hollywood Prospectus now. It's the big picture. Sean Fennessy mm-hmm. and Amanda Dobbins on on Spotify and The Ringer. They were talking about is George Clooney an A list actor, and it goes into an ER. He was a star, but he's too big for ER. Yep. Left, and then all his movie he plays better as a ensemble part than, than a than star a lead. Yeah. than a lead man in the movie. Yep, and it's kind of reflected in never winning an Oscar or anything Ooh, like that. Good point. But it was, I kept thinking when they were talking about, I'm like, he's an A-list actor, of course. But yep. then thinking about it from an acting, he's a mega star, huge TV star, huge actor. But performance-wise, a leading man, you know, it's it's an interesting yeah. conversation. It, it is interesting. It, it made me think about that because Love Him in the Oceans trilogy. Yeah. But when I think of some of his one-offs, like, the Peacemaker with, I think, him and Nicole Kidman. They were saying that's one Not of his best great. movies. Oh, see, I didn't think it was terribly see, I, great. Yeah. yeah it's, but it's it's one of those things where, like, my favorite George Clooney movie is Up in the Air. Mm, yeah. Um, so I think it's just, and that's, you know, he's a very self-centered, lonely guy. But I think that, you know, for me, that was his best performance. But there's so many different types of movies he's yeah. been in i think he's got range but he For always sure. plays george clooney yeah is he's, he's no tom hanks right tom hanks has got range yeah but george clooney just has never been terribly great in the lead role yeah yeah anyway yeah george clooney not in parks and rec i don't think he's in any parks and rec episode did he make a cameo no, he didn't. I don't think. Yeah, he played the doctor. Been, no, that would yeah, that would have been a nice segue. They should have had him as the doctor when Ron goes to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you got some block in your sawdust. Yeah, right. <laughs> Blows it out. Yeah. So yeah, so we're gonna. So Mike, what? What is your? What's your favorite? What's your most favorite and least favorite character on Parks and Rec? There's so many to choose from. I think there's a lot of great moments in each season but i think overall <laughs> my favorite character is ron swanson and i think that's an easy pick a lot of people might say that but i think he just it shot nick offerman into the you know into yeah. the stratosphere he went on to do devs but Devs is great oh, so uh, good yeah Ooh, we'll have to do a a recap of devs sometime yeah. so if you're out there listening watch devs on FX. hulu uh, yeah yeah, it's FX, on, yeah yeah but it's hulu yeah it's on hulu only one season show yep phenomenal yep. didn't get a lot of pub but it's one of my favorite like especially one season arc shows it's for sure fantastic yeah but he's so good in that which i keep thinking i look at him I was like it's ron swanson <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah. but it's he just it proves that he has range as an actor yeah you know he plays this one one mindset character but he's so good at it in yeah. parks i think he's so funny in parks he's just he's a one track mind he's got this set of like ideals and he sticks yeah, to them yeah. and he doesn't live on the grid and yeah. he doesn't you know, anti-government he's got, he's got uh, yeah he's anti-government yeah. and um but he works for the government which is ironic yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah and you know he's got this list of crazy ex-wives who yeah. appear throughout the show Tammy, Tammy <laughs> all the too. Tammies yeah uh, and it... yeah there's a I was I was watching a little clip of stuff on today on Parks and Rec, and Ron, there's an episode. It just, just his ideals and what he, what he thinks about. He's going to buy some wooden thing on the internet. Yeah, and he calls April in the office, and he's like, April, what is this? And it says that Ron Swanson, do you <laughs> want to buy? How do they know my name? Well, there's these things called cookies, and now and they. They know your information, and he's like, the next scene, you see him walk into the dumpster, throwing his computer <laughs> in the dumpster. Like He's like, all right, I can solve this. I'm yeah. the, I just won't buy any. I won't use the computer. I won't buy anything online. But I bought this rectangle that plays music on electronicpay.com. It's the greatest <laughs> thing ever, and it's an iPod. <laughs> he's a man of principle. Yeah. He sticks to his principle. I think it he, started this whole notion of men being like, ron swanson and yeah. he only eats steak and eggs and bacon and, yeah you know ba- he's got these like list of favorite food gr- you know foods and <laughs> yeah you know, the 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 strip club has the best buffet because they've got you know bacon wrapped shrimp or whatever yeah. when he goes to they're at jj's diner one episode 
and he's like, I'll take like I'll take all the eggs you got. All, and he's like, All you don't know what I'm about, son. And then, like, they're like, All right. And I'm, I'm afraid you misheard me. Yeah. When I said all the bacon yeah. and eggs, I meant all the bacon yeah. and eggs. <laughs> Great character. And and he does evolve too, especially when he meets Diane and the yeah. girls. And then with a lot of prodding from his coworkers, like, hey, you have more. I think Rashida Jones from mm-hmm. Anne. You have more to worry about than yourself, you know. And then Diane comes and is like, "You can't just like go like off the grid without telling us." And he's like, "Oh." Every time a Tammy comes into town, he's got like a go bag hidden in the air bit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I, "There's a large amount of uncured meat in my desk. Be sure to throw I, it out." I the one of my favorite bits with him is. Like when he wears the Tiger Woods red shirt after yes. his conquest, yeah. he's all happy and he's like he's handing out money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, son. Yeah, yeah I, I love that about him, and I love that in the show they show his workshop and he's got all these tools, and that's actually Nick Offerman's wood shop. Is that really? Yeah, and he's got a website where you can actually purchase like custom made stuff by his team. Oh wow! He may have had you know hand to you know makes part yeah, of it. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, it's his actual workshop in California. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, he, he's my favorite character. But who's and I'll get to my least favorite character. But I want to yeah. hear who your favorite character is. So, I had it down between. Actually, it's hard for me to decide between three people. Mm. And I ended up with April Ludgate. And I think for me, it was going to be Ron. I was going back and forth between yeah. April and Ron. But just April's sarcasm oh, and yeah. wit and anti what everybody else is doing is kind of in her connection with Ron and her apathy yeah. towards things. Uh, but in the end, like she pretends she doesn't care, but she's really a sweetheart. For sure. And when she finds something she likes, she gets into it. Um, but I think she goes all in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she just, I think her character evolved as well throughout all the seasons. Yeah. From when she started, you know, it's kind of, I think season one, was it almost like an intern or brand new? And then to how she ends up with, Working with uh, Chris, I think in Washington, or mm-hmm. was it Chris? no Ben yeah, it was in ben, Washington, yeah. <laughs> and it there's not a lot of great. I mean, of course, Janet Snakehole and oh, yeah. their whole Burt Macklin and Janet yeah, Snakehole. Yeah, she has some great stuff. I love the episode where they go to the with the was it the Snakehole Lounge? Yep. Or what is that? What it's called? Yeah, the, it's the Snakehole Lounge. Yeah, and her her and Andy are trying to get money to to be able to <laughs> buy drinks and so yeah. they're like and she just does whatever she wants and like uh her support of Andy and that whole I'm I think I'm getting softer in my old age so I'm finding like relationship style stuff intriguing more than I do in the past because it's, for me, it had been easy to say Ron Swanson. Romance uh, westerns. Yeah. Yeah. 1883, the special one-person pod with Chuck coming up soon. Coming next week, yeah. 1883 with Chuck. But yeah, it, I think, yeah, April and Andy's relationship. It took her a while to get into that, right, because she found out about Andy and April. But yeah. once she gets into something, she goes all in. Yeah. And she doesn't look back. That, yeah. that is endearing about her. Yeah. And she encourages Andy in what you know, to make him a better person. So I think, you know, it's interesting. Neither of us chose kind of, you know, Leslie Nope, who's the main character. Yeah. Uh, but I think the peripheral character, well, I think they're all kind of even, but yeah. and the outside of Amy Poehler and the peripheral characters, I think, I think they're kind of what drive the show. I mean, I always was more interested to be honest and, and kind of all their reactions around her go-getting, wild-eyed ideals and stuff like that. So yeah, who's your who's your least favorite character? <laughs> so I think you're probably gonna disagree. You're probably gonna <laughs> disagree with this. I had a tie. Okay, but it's because a lot of their stuffs tied together. But Chris and Anne. Oh yeah. So I, I would agree with that. Okay. Yeah. So I know I think Rashida Jones is a great actress. I yeah. think she has great moments. I think Rob Lowe does a great job in the show. Totally agree. 
I just didn't like their their together arc. Yep. Like there was no when they tried to date, there was no chemistry nope. in my opinion. Then they're friends and then dating and then baby and move away. There's just no and maybe I mean Chris Traeger's character was kind of like he was all concerned about his health and himself yeah. and all that. And I just, and I thought Anne was pretty good as a character by herself. Cause mm -hmm. she was all over the place. You know, even when we were she watching. She started off as a nurse and then she joins, you know, this, you know, the yeah. city. And then, but she's dating Andy and then yeah. she like, um, and then dates Chris and then she's like, goes out on the date with Harold, uh, Howard Tuttle, <laughs> the douche, douche nation. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she's just all over the place. Yeah. And she's kind of, uh, trying to find herself with the guidance of, of Leslie, Leslie prying into her life all the time. For sure. But I, I yeah, I just didn't, those are, when I rewatch episodes, I tend to kind of zone out during, during their storyline, honestly. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, my least favorite character by far is Chris Traeger, who's Rob yeah, Lowe. Okay. Yeah, okay. Love Rob Lowe. I think yeah. he's hilarious. His character just, he was the, you know, when they first started out, he was the, yeah, let's get it done. Ben, can we do this? And Ben is the, you know, the bad cop. And he's like, no. And he's like, damn. Well, yeah. we tried. And it's just like, did you really need that character? Other than him bringing, like, the fun health, you know, part of it and all that. I just, I just. Yeah, you didn't need that character. And I think, I mean. He ran, like, 50 miles every day. Like, get the. <laughs> you, could, you could offset. I mean, I think it was all right offsetting. Yeah. Like, Adam Scott, I think. I mean, is is when they joined, he basically was in it till the end. He yep. became like a main character on there. And I think he, his character and, and his acting was a lot stronger. For sure. Um, then, you know, as then what Rob Lowe uh, does as Chris Traeger. But I think that was more how the character was built compared to, compared to Ben, uh, Ben's character, uh, Adam Scott's character, Ben. Yep. So, I think, um, yeah, it's we, we weren't far off on our on our least favorite guest, yeah, or at least favorite you know character. Yeah, and if so, I yeah. I would probably if you had if you put I would put Chris, yeah, you know, and yeah. Anne just above that for sure. Uh, yeah, I think those kind of I mean when you look at the characters in between there with Larry, Jerry, Gary, <laughs> Don Amigo, Tom, yep. You know, they're all right in the middle. Yep. They have their moments. They're not bad. They're good supporting characters. Yep. Um, my third, like, besides Chris and Ann, my other one, I think I was telling you for the show, was, uh, was Andy. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I thought, while he did kind of grow in success, I just, besides the F, uh, the uh, Burt Macklin FBI agent <laughs> yeah. and some of his work in the Unity concert, like getting Land Ho back together yeah. and, and doing that. I really, and him doing really dumb stuff, I really wasn't that. And, and all this is saying it's a great show and all these actors are good and all the characters yeah. are good. It's just kind of a ranking of where where you find some of these people on the show. I totally agree. I, I Chris Pratt hilarious. Yeah. His character on the show to start off with humongous piece of shit. Yeah. Like the way he treats <laughs> Anne yeah. and you know, he's yeah. got two broken legs yeah. and he delays getting the cast taken off cuz he's always being taken care of. Yeah. Huge piece of shit. Yeah. But hilarious lovable idiot that grows on you as the show yeah. goes on and you realize he's just a, you know, he's a big it, kid at heart. And he makes a I mean they all make super super duper big jumps yeah i mean like i said andy piece of shit into like um johnny karate and yeah. all that. i mean he grow he climbs up the scale yep april sarcastic doesn't want to do anything then you know gets involved in washington foundation um and then they both end up like helping raise Leslie and Ben's kids yeah. triplets right yeah at the end of this end of the show and it's like 
how far they've come from being these two people who yeah. don't care about anything. Yeah. But when themselves. Ben first moves in for them and they're like got frisbees <laughs> as plates and they don't know they're like <laughs> like they just don't know how to be adults and then so they're kids and yeah. then they're helping raise kids at the end. Yep. You know, and then Ben and Leslie, there are um Ron his career arc doesn't his arc doesn't really grow. No. Chris and Anne's doesn't really go. Tom's grows you know, he comes, he's kind of famous at the end. He writes his book, and we'll talk about what character are you. Are you a Jerry? Are you a Ben? Are you whatever? Each character, uh, it's, it's it's just to think of their, like, character progression on, like, a, you know, chart, right? Yeah. Ron's is just flat across yeah. the board. You know, April. From a, from a, like, he does a little <laughs> bit of emotional yeah. growing. Yeah. He even eats a banana by smushing it on a hamburger <laughs> yeah. at one point. but A, a beef tornado. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, Tom's character is so up and down through the whole show. Yeah. You know, he's got his clothing store, and then he gets wiped out by John Ralphio's dad. Like, <laughs> Saffer, Mr. Saverstein. Saverstein yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it, it, I, <laughs> they, each character has these really great moments, but... <laughs> Andy, for me, really, it was hard to get past his, like, huge shitbag phase. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, that was the biggest, that was the biggest growth and biggest arc of any character. But then, right, <clears throat> you've got these main tier characters, and they all have tiers within themselves, and then you have these stars who either guest star or are somewhat reoccurring characters. There's a lot of them to choose from, right? We kind of mentioned, you know, political people and... Uh, oh, we forgot Nicole. about one too, Jason Schwartzman. That's right. He plays he's a in movie. all of like two minutes of the whole thing. Two minutes of like one episode where he's <laughs> the in the bailout episode. Yep. I forget what season episode, but it's called bailout. And he has a movie theater that Leslie government bailout turns it into an adult uh, video theater <laughs> by accident. Yeah. But his performance is phenomenal. But yeah. yeah, what's your who's your favorite? What's do Who's your favorite guest star or reoccurring guest star? Because we mentioned mm. there's some that come once. There's some that are kind of consistent throughout the the series. I've got four favorites, really. Yeah. And I just, in, in no certain order, but eh, I guess really from best to worst, but Jason Manzoukas as Dennis Feinstein. Yeah. Yeah, he's the, the cologne king of, of the Midwest. And his his real name was Dante Fierro, but to <laughs> to make it sound more exotic to Pawnee, he changed it to Dennis Feinstein. Yeah, that was so that great, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I great. just love when his character came around because he was a huge douchebag. Yeah, a great. I mean, Jason Manzukas for those you would recognize him if you see his face. Great kind of character actor was in the Dictator with um um. Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. This yeah. is in John Wick, I think. Some of the John Wicks. He was uh, Adrian Pimento in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. He was is Rafi in the League, which if you haven't seen the League, oh, yeah. it's on FX and Hulu. It's fantastic about fantasy football and French adult friendships. He has a podcast uh, called How Did This Get Made. Where they That's look at bad one. movies, yeah. I listen to that a lot. He's such a great, is Greek loud. He's hilarious, and he does a great job. He's such a great character he's, actor. He's so loud. Yeah, I think half of his dialogue and anything he's, he's in, he's shouting. Yeah, yeah he's yelling. It's awesome. Yeah, and he's he also does a voice on Nick with also Nick Kroll is another guest star here. Yeah, on the cartoon show on Netflix. Um, I'll have to circle back to the name of it. Anyway. It'll well, come to you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, who's... Hey, hey, I've got a couple more, but who's your, like, number one, like, guest star? Is it Manzukas? <laughs> so I think... I think Manz... So if I had... If I had a top four, mm -hmm. uh, since you threw out four... Yeah. Manzukas is in the top four. I probably would have him number two. Mm. He's because he's one of my favorite people. Like I listen to him on podcasts and I watch the dictator just for him. Yeah. Not even for Sasha Baron Cohen. Huge fan of Manzukas. 
my number one or my other three on the list is probably it's hard because Harris Whittles who plays Harris from yeah. the Animal Control and Sam Elliott who plays Ooh. the other Ron Ron Dunn Ron Dunn yeah just because like Sam Elliott has the best voice in the world oh it's amazing and Ron Dunn is the exact opposite of Ron Swanson <laughs> yeah. so whenever they you know yeah it's it just such a contrast in characters and Sam Elliott's also in 1883. I don't know if you heard, oh, yeah. but that's a really good show that I like that I'm going to do a solo pod at one Next point. Next week, yeah, 1883, yeah, yeah. Chuck along. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck, yeah, I'm sitting in my hotel room in New Jersey <laughs> yeah. doing a 1883 pod you coming in that. two weeks. Yeah. yeah um, I, I, Sam Elliott, amazing. I mean, the guy was in The Ranch, and you know he's in a ton of stuff in 1883. He's just a great actor. can be very funny when he wants to be. Yeah. And loved him in this guest spot in the show. Yeah. And uh, Nick Kroll uh, as as Howard Tuttle as the douche, I think. Uh, and one more. So. Yeah. Is um, John Glazer oh, as yeah. Jeremy Jam. Councilman Jam. You just got Jam. <laughs> you got Jam. <laughs> that could be the name of this episode. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. So I know I don't have one favorite, but those are my four yeah. Four or five favorite. I had Manzoukas, number one. Glazer at number two for Jeremy Jam. Yeah. Fred Armisen as Raul. Oh, I forgot. With the Venezuelan, Venezuelan general diplomat. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you, you late to dentist appointment? Straight to jail. Yeah. That was uh, season one, right? That was season one. Yeah. 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 I loved him in that. That was hilarious. Yeah. I'm a big Fred Armisen fan. Yeah. And then uh, Jason Schwartzman for his two minutes of, I was in the movie Argo and the and the sex parody argue yeah. <laughs> i've seen the first two minutes of it it's it thrilling it was thrilling yeah thrilling <laughs> yeah. yes this little bit that that was that, it that's one of the best like his it's thrilling like oh, i mean God. he's a world-class actor and yeah. all the um what's those movies um uh, uh wes anderson movies oh yeah yeah know? the wes anderson movies yeah, yeah yeah he's just fantastic yeah so yeah, that's a great one. I wish you would have been in more. They could have brought back oh, the yeah. Pawnee Video Dome, like multiple great. episodes. Yeah, yeah, just more like him, him just coming into a scene, yeah. and then just leaving. Yeah, yeah, just oh, it would have been amazing. <laughs> he just yeah. ran into them about town, like <laughs> sees Tom like walking on the street or something. I mean, just have him, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I th- I think those are my favorite, yeah, guest stars on the show. Yeah, so I mean, such we could talk. There's so many oh. great moments. So many. The show uh, lasted so long. I mean, it had so many seasons, and yeah. it ended in what? Uh, 2017. I don't even remember the year that it ended, but it just felt like it ran. You know, it was like seven seasons. It was amazing. Yeah, and this was network with like 22 episodes. Yeah. I think the shortest season was 16, and that was in I think it's season three. And I yeah. had like three or four solid episodes that I could have put in my, if I expanded past the top five. Yeah. And that was kind of a, the shortest season they had. So, you know, most of and then, well, season seven, I think is 13. Yeah. Um, the final season, cause they were, they had to wrap it up at yeah. some point, but everything else is like the normal standard 22 episode season. So, and you know, the show running as long as it did, I think one thing I loved about the show was just the running gags. That yeah. Yeah. You know, whether it was, you know, Jerry's real name and how they kept changing. Yeah. You know, Jerry, Gary, Larry, yeah. Terry. Um, you know, Tom and Donna's Treat Yourself. Yeah. And it was yeah. so funny. Um, Andy's band names from Mouse Rat to uh, Five Skin to Four Skin to, uh, you know, just yeah. the most ridiculous stuff. Um, his Burt Macklin stuff. Uh, anything Little Sebastian. Rest in peace. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Little Sebastian. Yeah. And it, it's funny because the first time they bring Little Sebastian in the office and Ben <laughs> Ben Wyatt's like, what's the what's the big deal? And they're like, they're like, it's just a pony. It's like, oh, it's a miniature whore. Or like, yeah. and, <laughs> and Ron is like beside himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's like freaking yeah. out. Yeah. And, and like Ben's like, I just don't understand. I don't understand what the big deal and leslie's like get the hell out of here <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah 
it, you know, like the hate for libraries, you know, and, <laughs> the whole town, this, they the all whole hate town. the libraries. And Leslie's like huge disdain for salads. Like we could have more booths at the fair for salads. Oh, get the hell out of yeah. here. Like, and, uh, oh dude, that poor accounting office that Ben always, Oh my God. For, and they quit. Yeah. And he's always like, Ted, Ted, yeah. he's here. <laughs> and then he's like, I gotta quit. <laughs> yeah. They, they copyright cones of Dunshire. Oh like, yeah. Huh, you could come work for us. Okay. He's like, really? He's like, no. <laughs> I know. They're like the nicest people, and Ben's are like idle with his accounting jokes. Yep. And then, you know, there's just a couple more, you know, the city murals that just keep showing more and more Indian oh genocide. Oh, my God. That was it's, amazing. <laughs> it's so it's un it's unreal and then the, the the negotiation by chief whatever and it's him tied up to a tree with a cannon pointed right Jesus, at him yeah, yeah they're oh man and then they lean into that with the casino and he's like he's and, and the chief from the casino comes over and he's like uh stealing the white man's money one one quarter you know stealing yeah the white man's money back one quarter at a time yeah like, hilarious um all the town sayings you know after like 9 11 they were like uh Good luck, you know the town sings, and it was like all hail Zorp and stuff like that. Yeah, hail Zorp, uh, yeah. and then you have Ted Day, where uh, <laughs> yeah. that was uh, it was supposed to be like a Ted party day. It was supposed to be tea party, but the oh, A looks yeah. like the D. Oh, and that's a for... and it was Patrick uh, Patton Oswalt. Oh yeah, we forgot him as a guest star, Garth. Yeah. That's right. Is that episode is called? Um, it, it it was it didn't make my top five, but it was close. Article two. Oh yeah, because that's where they dump the Ted and they the dump Ted into the, the, into the, the lake. lake. Yeah, and then by far the best running gag is just all the terrible town halls and forums that they have, and just the ridiculous citizens <laughs> that come out. And the guy that owns the pawn shop with the wife <laughs> with the black like wife beater on is hilarious. <laughs> That yeah. one lady, uh, there's no sign that says I shouldn't use the city water to the the sprinkler water to make tea, and I did, and I got an infection. You should put out a sign that says that. <laughs> and they're just like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Like, just so yeah. many running bits in the show. It's been it was on so yeah. Long. They always do the town forum. And yeah, it, it, it always, always devolves into chaos. Yeah, but what about uh, you? You want to talk about the top five episodes? You know, do you, you want to walk through what your yeah top five are? First, one thing real quick. Yeah, yeah. What character do you think Ooh. you are? I it's funny because I thought I was like somebody, but I found I did I did a poll. I think yeah. I sent it to you, yeah, and it turns out thing. I was like somebody else. Ooh, and I'd so be interested to see what you think about it. But I always thought I guess I was more like Ben for some reason. Yeah. I don't I can't really explain why. And then I took the poll, and it said I was more like Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I can see a little bit of that, to be honest. Um, and this is, yeah, Andy, you're a human golden retriever. You make people roll their eyes and shake their heads, but they smile wide while they do it. You're an utter goofball, but a completely lovable one. You're always full of ideas, willing to do anything uh, for people to love you. <laughs> and you always I come see. up with the best band names. It's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I see I see that. I think uh, <laughs> you are lovable, and you are like a little retriever. Yeah. You know. And now you are funny. I think that fits. I think I could see a mix between those two. Yeah, yeah. What about yours? So, yeah, mine was... I thought I was one person. Yep. I took the quiz, yep. and I was that person. <laughs> Yo, and that no was joke. Ben Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm like, well, I'm a rule follower with love of spreadsheets, and I have a tiny bit of spontaneity. So <laughs> I think that's kind of describes me a little bit but i i mean you can see bits and pieces uh i think of all the characters for in sure it, but yeah i i was i thought i was a band i took the quiz i was a band that's kinda, funny the other thing i probably in former lives i was uh um april as well oh, yeah. kind of sarcastic and yeah. didn't give a shit all the time <laughs> yeah. so there's a lot of and a and mo a lot of people said I could be an Andy. Yeah, <laughs> kind right. Of the yeah. Same. Goofy and, you know. Lovable. Yeah. 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 Maybe not lovable, but goofy <laughs> at least. 
All right. Yeah. So let's now we can get in to our top five. So yep. I think the fun thing with the top five list is it kind of you know better in top ten, top twenty, and it narrows it down. And I think you know research we're doing this. There's so many lists out there for Parks and Rec. Oh and yeah. The top fives are almost completely different in everyone. Yeah. So I think that's pretty unique about the show is kind of what what fits in your mind or what, you know, maybe has the best like moments in the show yep. versus an overall episode. But Mike, what do you have at number five on your list? At number five I have emergency response. That's season five, episode thirteen. Nice. I have that one on there because it just has these really funny moments. I love any kind of like disaster preparedness training yeah. or, you know, practice. And even like some of all fears, a, a, a Jack Ryan movie mm-hmm. opening of the movie. They're like the first thing they're doing is like a fake like nuclear like uh, attack drill. I just love that kind of stuff. So the the whole episode is about them doing this emergency training exercise. And of course, Jeremy Jam just gets in there and he jams them up. And, uh, you know, it's this virus that's being, yeah. you know, through birds and stuff like that. And in order to get out of it, Leslie has to turn the flu, you know, turn this virus on to everybody. So she, yeah. like, opens transportation, all this stuff, and blows it up. And they're like, wow, you failed again. And she's like, great, see you later. Yeah, because they're trying to do the party, right? Yeah, or they're, uh, yeah they're doing this, uh, like, a charity uh, benefit, gala. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, I love that one also because it had Joan Calamezzo, who ran the, this, like, talk show. Yeah. And she is like hammered or that's like, episode where ron runs the show <laughs> yeah. yeah oh god that's you're great. on you're on with ron yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, on, you're gonna need a wood planer and then get some nice varnish <laughs> and every scene they're trying to go to ron jones in a different position <laughs> yeah. on the couch or wandering around right she's just so hammered what about your what about your number five so my number five was season three episode two flu season oh yeah and i think that was just the overall quality episode i think what i really liked about it was everybody pretty much ends up in the hospital yeah. from the flu yeah and april's there and just treating um and like shit and then <laughs> yeah. when ann's like five four three two one like she gets off like what the hell and she starts yelling at april yeah. that whole thing and then person who was one of my least favorite characters one of his best moments in the show when oh, he's in yeah. the hospital with the flu and he's like I-, I think i threw up somewhere in this room i don't know though you may want to check that drawer and the drawer's open <laughs> yeah. and then he's like don't poop like he's just like talking to himself in the mirror yeah. and he's just he's lost his mind <laughs> like the- my body's a microchip and so the microchip is compromised yeah the microchip is compromised <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And everybody's got the flu. I think I don't know if it's the same episode. Ron gets the flu. Yeah. And and but I think it's just a solid episode. Kind of all takes place in the hospital. He tries to drown the flu with with like his whiskey. <laughs> He's yeah. just getting hammered. He's you need got to drink all, more like, water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need more so, water. Fine, I'll get ice. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have for number four? Yeah, number four. I have the time capsule episode. Ooh, another good one. Yeah. I don't have that on mine. That's season three, episode three, and uh, I love Will Forte. Yes. And he's in this as, as a dad who's, he, you don't know he's a dad to this little girl at the beginning of the episode, but he handcuffs himself to the to the heater. Was and he it tries, the Twilight series? Yeah, he's trying to get Twilight <laughs> into this time capsule, and he's like all about it, and he finally gets Donna in and Tom. And yeah. Of course, Tom starts relating it to his own relationship. Um with Lucy at the time, but then it just turns into this huge, she promises to put Twilight into the, into the time capsule and then they go to a town forum. Yeah. And of course it just descends into chaos. And one group of people is saying Twilight is too religious and the other saying it's not religious enough. And it's just a shit show that turns is every town hall that they have. But that's what I had at number four. I think that was also the episode where Jason Schwartzman uh, said, uh, it was thrilling, but that might have been a different episode. I had that on here as that episode. Yeah. Anyway, what was your number four? Mine was The Fight, season three, episode 13. Oh, that's a good it's one. It's the one where the snake hole and everybody gets drunk. Yes. And Leslie and Ang in the fight. And, like, it's just, 
mainly because at the very end, Don Amigo's driving everybody home, and everybody in the car, and freaking Jerry, Larry, Gergich is on the roof, just like, (laughs) just freaking ratchet strapped to the roof. That was awesome. And it's just, everybody's like, so hammered off of snake juice, and just saying things yeah they they have like one on ones with yeah. each and Aubrey Plaza's Janice Snakehole like no 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 like yeah, she's speaking, speaking like Spanish yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and um Ron's even, just dancing yeah Ron's dancing with a little black hat on <laughs> yeah. uh Ben is like got his hair all ruffled up and they're just Baba Booey yeah <laughs> <laughs> I forgot yeah Baba, Baba Booey and it's like it's just it's just out of control. It's... Have you read the background to that where they do the like the camera monologues where they're like doing all the ridiculous no. stuff on on Snake Juice? They were trying to get a- a- Amy Poehler to break off camera. Oh wow! By doing that, like every no take, way. just the most ridiculous stuff. Yeah, I'll have to find the source and send it to you. It was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. All right, so Mike, what do you got at number three? Number three, uh, you talked about it. I have the flu season, and I, I think it's hilarious because it has Leslie's, uh, as Ben calls it, Michael Jordan moment, where she's just fevered out of her mind oh yeah at the end and she gets up there and gives this speech and she's rattling off all this stuff about you know taxes and then one guy starts to ask a question about taxes and she's like i will answer your question with a question why is half your face a lizard <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah she starts fever dreaming there <laughs> yeah. and, and then, then ben tries to take over and, he, and she's like scott bacula from yeah. quantum leap everyone <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah. I, we joked about that like weeks ago. I yeah. forgot it was even in and, there. And then, like, while well, she's at the hospital before she like breaks out and goes to give her speech, and is like, "You can't get up. You're too sick." And she's like, "Oh, really? If I was that sick, could I do this?" And she's just sitting there with like a blank stare <laughs> yeah. on her face. Yeah. She's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Car wheels. Am I not doing car wheels?" <laughs> she's like, "No." She's like, "Oh." <laughs> well, then yeah, Ben's like, "Who's your doctor?" And she's like. The beautiful Ann, per- the beautiful Ann Perkins, the best nurse that there is, yeah. and she's just yeah. That's such a. There's so many good. Yeah, she first walks into the hall and she's like, "Be careful." The ceiling and the floor just switched. <laughs> <laughs> she's like fever dreaming, like mad. Yeah, that's my favorite number three. Uh, that's great. What's uh, what's your number three? So I had animal control. Oh yeah, and this goes back to just. Uh, Harris Whittles and Harris as and uh, I forget his partner's name that are the animal control people in Pawnee and the it's just in such shambles and Chris Traeger and, and them walk in and and he steps in a bear trap but the best part of that episode is they're like is that a dead bird and he's like yo it's like you know, a, a work. We try to make a work whistle like the Flintstones, and like <laughs> he pulls on the string, and the bird kind of flaps up and down. Yeah. And it's just like these dudes are just so high and just so trippy. It's just they. And then later in the episode, like the Chris Traeger fires him when he gets his foot in the trap, and then they're like looking for new ones, and they're like, "All right, we have two candidates." And it's and Harris walks in. Yeah. It's like. I'm Harris, and he like starts describing himself, and they're like, "Harris, we just fired you." And then they're like, and then the other guy walks in. He's like, "Yo, like, <laughs> yeah. what you doing here?" He's like, "We live together." And yeah. They're like, "Get out!" It's just they're like the two most qualified people. That Why would you interview them? They're the yeah. only ones that have previous experience. Yeah, <laughs> it's just they're such funny, and I think that's episode right where April. Like comes up and tries to wants to roll it into the Parks and Rec team under yeah. under Leslie. Yep. Uh, but that's that's just one. Like I don't know why I think it's uh, Harris Whittles. I think he ended up uh, dying or pa- like mm-hmm. committed suicide after. I don't know, like during Parks and Rec, but I think this one, the last ones he's in. Yeah, I think it is the last one he's in. So. Uh, I think a little is, sentimental yeah. with that, but I just thought he's like brilliant as as Harris, self named Harris, in, in that role. Yeah. What do you got for two? Two, I have End of the World, season Ooh. four, episode six. Um, I have this one on there because of 
the reasonableists and and Zorb the surveyor, right? And they're planning this end of the world fest. And Ron's, you know, selling them handmade flutes, and they're like, "Will you take a check?" And he's yeah. like, "Yeah." And they're like, eh, "Idiot!" And he's he's obviously making money off of them, yeah. but yeah, that and, and and it's the same episode as Andy and his bucket list. Andy does the Burt Macklin stuff and against <laughs> Mikhail Petrov, and he has to save April, and yeah. he wants to go see the Grand Canyon, and they steal his dad, her dad's car, and. He's like, we're the holding a thousand dollars in his hand, and then it's like, this doesn't feel much, and then they redo it in the the one dollar bills yeah. or whatever. Now pennies, and they're like, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, they go to the Grand Canyon. He's like, where are the faces that are carved into the mountain? And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. That was my number two. What's your number two? Well, so I'll tell you first. though. my number one was the end of the world. Oh, okay, yeah. So we can get. We'll just do that. But yeah, yeah. I it was a pretty much the first and only episode where they all kind of go off on their own yeah you know you mentioned there andy and april are on andy's bucket list ron is spending time with <laughs> with the church of the reasonableness uh in the eighth level octo priests yes. uh oh hell's or and then uh <laughs> just the whole while nobody believes that it's the end of the world everybody's doing stuff in preparation at the end of the yeah. world. Leslie's, I think, trying to find Ben. And it's just a great episode. Ron is, like, jiving with the people, too. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, I think it's not, like, the funniest episode, but it's, like, one of the most well-done yeah. episodes of the show. And then at the end, when it doesn't end, they come back in and are like, Okay, we have a new date, and they said the date, and it's like, oh, the parks reserved. Oh, it just recalculated. It's this date. Yeah. It's like it's free. You know, it's just yeah. look forward it, to seeing you there. Yeah, Elzorp. Elzorp. <laughs> yeah, it's just a well done. It's such a great episode of TV. I think I could have my two and one switched as well. Yeah, yeah. But my number two is the comeback kid. Ooh, and yeah. it's had two of my favorite moments in the show. So the first one is probably my favorite, but it's not as funny as the second part of it. But it's where Ben is having like a breakdown and he's depressed and he's stuck at home and he's doing his claymation. Oh yeah. So he's working on claymation. <laughs> Chris Traeger comes to his house. He's like, you're depressed, you know, and, and Chris and Ben's like, no, I'm, you know, working on my claymation. It's <laughs> like, check this out. And so he's showing him and it's like, cuts to his computer and it's literally a five second claymation video where it's in a bedroom and then the claymation character stands up to playing the rem stand in the place and it cuts off and it stops and chris is like did it just stop oh hold on there's more than that plays it again the same thing (laughs) and he's like i worked three weeks on this and (laughs) it's like it's just so hilarious like i laugh like 50 times every time i watch it just especially like as a kid growing up like in the 80s and 90s and the 90s like mtv had a whole freaking claymation show that was like super popular so it's just funny seeing ben like dive into claymation and calzones and all this and this yeah and so kind of the comeback kid is like he's coming back from his depression but also leslie is reinvigorating her campaign yeah and they spend the whole the rest of the crew spends the whole time trying to get the stage to to like the ice rink was this supposed to be a basketball court and and like but april forgot to didn't pay attention to the guy or whatever that they switched out the the basketball court for the ice and ann spends the whole time trying to get i think uh pete the town basketball hero pistol pete i think i forget his last name 
but they all show up and all they have left all the wood keeps falling on the back of the truck <laughs> yeah. they're all sitting in the car and like what's the problem they get pulled over in this truck oh like, god yeah and like what's the problem officer and he's like i like obeying the law or something ron says something he's like well you don't have there's four of y'all in the front you don't have seatbelts on you don't have a cdl and you have stuff falling back of that truck. He's like, well, our interpretation of the law is different or something like that. He's just so, but then they get there and all he has left to build, like, instead of this big stage is like a two by two platform. So, yeah. he, and then they go out, they put in the ice rink and you, they walk out there and the song, like, get on your feet. And there's just a red carpet that goes out about 10 feet. And then they have to walk the rest of the way on the ice. Chris Pratt, Andy slips and is getting up. They play, they start playing Get On Your Feet again. And like at little junctions, they start playing the song and they're all trying to push her up on the platform. It's just that like two minute segment is freaking hilarious. Get it's just, on yeah. <laughs> Get up and make it happen. Yeah. Just it's just slipping all over They're the just place. slipping. Yeah. And then the guy comes out the dunk. They they yeah. a basketball court and he runs to go dunk and just eats it and breaks yeah. his arm. Yeah. And it's like, you could totally see this happening in a local, oh, yeah. at least old school local politics. Now sure. everything's so funded. But yeah. it's I, just. I love that when Ben is depressed, he's got his letters to Cleo shirt. Like every time <laughs> yeah. he's depressed, he's wearing a letters to Cleo. Like, so his hair, and to be honest, like when his hair. Everything that Adam Scott is in, his hair looks better in that, like, yeah. where it's all messy like that, versus yeah. he's also in the new show uh, Severance on Apple TV, which is the mm-hmm. first two shows. His hair is all slick, and and then even when it's all quaffed and gelled in Parks and Rec, it looks so much better when it's, like, no product and just yeah. all over the place. Yeah, but, just disheveled. Yeah. yeah. So that was my number two. What was your number one? I, I, before I jump oh, to my yeah. number one, I wanted to do an honorable mention. And I, I, I just remembered a few things while we were talking, just some of the funniest stuff. But I had an honorable mention for the treaty of season four, oh, that's episode a great one, seven. Yeah. I love any model UN, anything like that. <laughs> and I love when Andy is just giving away his military for the world's supply of lions. <laughs> I think it's the most ridiculously fantastic thing. Well, what about him. April wants to be president of the moon? The moon. I know. <laughs> moon is represented yeah <laughs> i just love that that those two bits that was the yeah. only thing i wrote about that episode yeah. and it's supposed to be about the kids and they make it about themselves in <laughs> yeah. there because they're all tensioned up because they can't date or they're whatever yeah um but yeah the andy trading for the the lions <laughs> and then april with the moon yeah that's such a it's such a them thing yeah yeah uh, do you have any honorable mentions yeah so i think I have a few. I mean, I think, you know, we've talked about a lot of season four, three, four, and five. I think, you know, season two, you had um, the first Ron and Tammy episode with his ex-wife. Yep. Is an honorable mention for me. Season three, you have Ron and Tammy part two where they go to jail. Ron's got the dreadlocks in, which is a classic one. Um. You have the season six Cone of Dunshire where they're oh, meeting yeah. with Grizzle Dump and he plays the Cones of Dunshire game. It's and all they, about the cones. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like, <laughs> I forget the name like of the the nerd character that wins. The, the Alderman? The yeah. Alderman. <laughs> the Ledgerman. The, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's such like. It's, He's got the captain's hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, we we could devote a whole episode oh, breaking down yeah. the cones of Dutcher. And then good. And then I think my honorable mention just because sentimentally how it wraps up, but the the two three part one last ride in mm. season seven. So it kind of walks through all the characters, yeah, and how they turn out, and yeah. so they all turn out successful, which is a little hammy, but it's really well. And speaking of ham, John Ham. Oh, John Hamm guest star yeah. in season seven, I think yeah. one ep- Yeah, which he's very in... beginning of the first episode. Yeah, he's and, like an idiot. Yeah, and you've got um, 
the guy from Workaholics with the long hair and the yep. kind of Dunshires. Yep. Uh, and there was another, but another guy I was thinking of. Oh, one last one. Uh, Billy Eichner, who comes in from Eagleton, the guy that screams and becomes a sommelier, uh, Billy on the street. She drove me here. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, one of the funniest. Who gets a red wine with fish? <laughs> like, ugh. And then he comes back out. Here's your uh, very light red wine. Who was, you know, it's just. He's always on the verge of just stroking out. Like, he's like, so, the vein in his forehead is just. Popping. You want Bermuda, Kentucky bluegrass in this climate? You know, he's just yelling about everything. <laughs> yeah. He was a good addition, like yeah, of that of that part. Of I anybody think, that came over from Eagleton, oh, he was by far the best addition. One of my other favorite things. So before we wrap here, yep. Oh, we didn't even get to your number one. Yeah, we'll yet. do the number one here in a minute, but yeah. But an honorable mention, like part, is June Diane Raphael is also a guest star yeah. in the Eagleton merger, and she comes in. And her, she plays Tennifer. Tennifer and. April is just messing with her, and they're like, "Oh my God, me and Tenny are gonna like do this." It's like Jennifer with a T, Tennifer. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Oh my God, you should go down." You know what? You should quit, and then you could go down to my house in Miami, and like the gate doesn't really kind of work, and, but just go in anyways. It's like it's Dwayne Wade's house. Like, yeah. just the whole thing where April just takes on this persona to be friends with Tennifer. Yeah. Just to, just to mess with her. Yeah. It's freaking hilarious. It was amazing. It's, yeah. I had one more honorable mention. It was season five, episode 12. It was Anne's decision. And it was the episode where they all get food poisoning from the calzone. And they all <laughs> just get wrecked. And they're like, where's Tom? Yeah. And Ron is like, I passed enough last night in his body weight. There's no way that Tom didn't just disappear. <laughs> and he's like, I cracked the bottom of the toilet bowl. <laughs> Oh, it's such a classic. But I love how they, they look back at how they got the food poisoning from the Calzones, which was Ben's favorite. So he's like, the Calzones betrayed me. Betrayed <laughs> me. And Tom is describing being a foodie. And he's like, yeah. this food is good, but it's like a book that I wouldn't read, but I would watch the movie of. Yeah. <laughs> like Just the way he's the most ridiculous. I, I love that. That was my honorable mention. But you mentioned number one for you was End of the World. My number one was uh, Ron and Tammy too from season yeah. three, episode four. I love Megan Mullally yeah. and the relationship that Nick Offerman has with her in real life. Yeah, and he's got the cornrows with the kimono. Yeah, and they like get in. They like first like meet at the diner, and they just start off having like a pleasant conversation that just evolves into this <laughs> shouting match that winds up with them like stripping like halfway into the like motel room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such... And then uh, they're doing, like... So they wind up getting married, and they do, like, the wedding shower. Yeah. And her gift to Ron is a library card. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then uh, Ron refuses to listen to them during the intervention. And they literally play a video of Ron going, You're an ass. Leave her. <laughs> and he's like... He, like, stops. He's like, I don't believe any of you. And Leslie's like, That was you! <laughs> on the video! Like, oh, it was just so funny. that I just love Megan Mullally and... and yeah their chemistry is so good and in yeah. any episode where she where she's in i think in season six there's ron and or uh was it jeremy and tammy. oh yeah jeremy jam and, and tammy too yeah i think that yeah episode's called ron and jeremy <laughs> and it's in season seven but they basically go her into liking Jeremy Jam, and by the end of the episode, he's dressed as Ron yeah. and has a mustache and his hair is out yeah. and wearing a red shirt and just they have to put on they have to train him to break him <laughs> to say no to her. Yeah, and it just ends up with her getting naked in the library. <laughs> he's like, he's, I need I need the crotch blinders. <laughs> You're strong enough. You don't need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just. It's just uh, anything with the Ron and Tam episodes oh, yeah. are so great. Yeah, but yeah, that's definitely. If I would, if I, I would probably have that as number six. It would definitely be in my top yeah. ten. But yeah, I said like, it's such a great show because it can, it crosses. Just into what your personal, like desires or needs mm -hmm. or what you find funny are. So yep, I think. You know, we could talk. We've been talking for an hour. Oh, dude, just about parts and rec. We could talk yeah. forever, but we tried to 
We talk about it all the time in the you know when we're yeah. at the office laughing yeah. and cutting up. Like, we could talk for hours, but that was just my top five and yeah. some of the funniest stuff ever. No, it was a little spice, a, a little taste of you know we also as Mike mentioned at the beginning, we want to do some top five episodes. Yeah. You know, we may break down you know one episode specifically in the future of this. We may. You know, we talk about The Office. There's yeah. a lot of shows, a lot of shows out there that we've seen a million times. We get reminisce on, do some top five lists. Well, thank you guys for joining this week. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed. You know, our top five of you know Parks and Rec. Look forward to more episodes like this. Um, you know, tune in next week when we'll talk about you know potentially a new show, and uh, you know we'll we'll try to do more top five stuff in the future. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at Can We Kick It Pod. Find us online at kickinitmedia.com and find our podcast on Spotify, Can We Kick It? Peace.